In a world where a dust mite never considers any other option. In a world where a cat litter box is the only place to find treasure. In a world where Nostradamus lives at the North Pole and dresses as Santa as a lark. These humble octogenarians will splice together the nasal hair of the population of the world in one swift coping mechanism and revert to the normal way of life in this week's episode of the Siamese Herring Experiment. <laughs> oh, Brian, geez, that was a bit of a mouthful there. Sorry, I got my tongue a bit twisted and uh, I think I had something in my mouth. I'm not too sure, but anyway, those days are done for me having things in my mouth, Brian. No, 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 that's very fine, Brian. It's been a big, hectic yes. week. Uh, we're both a bit teddy-tired yeah. from uh, all the shenanigans that have been going on. I mean, it was great to finally land that hunk of shit on the moon that we've been trying to get rid of yep. for ages. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of suckers around the world that are interested in buying old uh, old technology, yeah. uh, new technology, bits of stuff, yes. uh, and uh, it's glad. I'm glad we could offload some rubbish that we had lying around the paddock yes. to uh, this American Odysseus uh, mob yep. who, uh, together with NASA, threw some more shit at the moon yes. and uh, and it stuck, which was brilliant, Brian. A bit late yes. and a bit uh, useless. Uh, not much of a purpose going on there, I don't no. think. Uh, but never mind. Uh, it seems to be a, a, a bar that's set to uh, to uh, get something up on the moon these days, Brian. Yes. Fuck knows why. Well, Brian, I'm led to believe I was having a talk to Carl Sagan. Uh, obviously, he's passed away, but I do talk to him still. And he was telling me that uh, the more stuff that goes on the moon, the more the moon will float away from Earth. This is uh, a conspiracy theory at its worst, but the reality is Carl was saying to me that uh, the moon is a problem. Uh, yeah. It draws... Uh, water and air, oxygen, uh, zygotes uh, out of the uh, Earth's atmosphere and is, that's one of the reasons why we've got climate change. Um, yeah. This is a new thing. Uh, it's been around for a while as far as what the, 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 the boffins know. But uh, yes. for the uh, local inhabitants like us, yeah, yeah. Uh, the moon's a fucking asshole of a fucking thing, Brian. You know, yeah. the only other place in the atmosphere thingamajiggy out there that's got moons is uh, I think Uranus or yeah. Pluto might have a couple. I'm not sure. Anyway, they're yeah. both dead planets, and that's the reason why, Brian, because dead planets always got moons sucking the life out of them. Now, um, we like sucking the life out of Earth just by being, you know, bastards. But, uh, yeah. you know, these interplanetary uh, vesicles, they're, uh, they're, they're fraught with danger, Brian, and I, um, oh, yeah. I think this is a really good thing to do. I'd, I'd like to see them uh, take up uh, a lot more of our rubbish and just yeah. dump it uh, yeah. and maybe take some big concrete blocks up there. That wouldn't be take much to cart, say, 40 no. million tonnes of concrete, and just yeah. put that little fucking speck up there out of our sight and out of our trouble zone, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think you're right when you talk about the uh, the effects on the uh, the tides yep. and the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, surfing really owes a lot to the moon. Yes. Uh, we wouldn't have the uh, the uh, the world surfing competition yes. events that we do now if it wasn't for the moon. But uh, it's 
gotten a bit lackluster of late. Mm. Uh, the the moon's a bit, uh, you know, it's just uh, a bit bit boring. Yeah. It's open to commercialisation yeah. and a bit of capitalism now. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that this idea that the NASA people have of uh, sending all the homeless mm. up to the moons really is a good idea. Yeah. It's a great start yes. to uh, rebuilding the infrastructure of the moon and paving the way for uh, a bit more of uh, interest yeah. in the lunar activities. Brian, uh, it's been just uh, hanging around, yeah. doing nothing. And uh, you're right, there's a lot of concrete uh, going up there at the moment. I think uh, most of the rubble from Gaza yep. is being uh, sent up there to the moon yes. uh, where you can just add a little bit of water and you can make some concrete. And we'll start populating the uh, the uh, wilds of the, the moon uh, type object there, Brian. Yes, well, that's it, Brian. I mean, you need building materials if you're going to go and um, you know, send it into interplanetary space. Uh, yeah, you know, we're not just sending it off, uh, not, you know, I'll see you later, fuck off your fucking thing. It's more like, right. uh, you know, we'll be back at another time to uh, put species up there and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But, you know, mm. just fuck off out of our orbit a bit more, you fucking cunt. And, um, yeah. you know, the people who live on the moon, they're not happy with it, Brian. Um, you no. know, we know there's a few uh, uh, vegetarians and a few old ex-Nazis still out there. And, um, yeah. you know, they haven't paid their rent. They haven't paid uh, anything. No. They're always getting free electricity from Australia, uh, from Zimbabwe, yeah. free free yeah. uh, food from the uh, Nicaragua winds. And uh, yeah. this has got to stop, Brian. Yeah. I believe that, uh, you know, this has just um, gone mad. The... The just willy-nilliness of throwing food, money, electricity, uh, things, rocks, uh, it's got underwear. to stop. And yeah, I think they, they've been getting free underwear since World War II. Yeah. Now, look, yeah. we like a free pair of underpants or a singlet or a, a yeah. nappy diaper. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is, Brian, this can't keep on going forever. Uh, money doesn't no. grow on trees. It grows on in no. banks. The banks are yeah. being assholes with their money. Oh, no, 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 Brian, they're either with interest rates up or they're telling yeah. people how they should go about their lives. And really, yeah. who the fuck wants to listen to a fucking bank manager? They're fucking yeah. robots. Yeah, they should be on the, the moon. Only, yeah, yeah, absolutely right, Brian. The only people that like listening to bank managers are other bank That's managers. Right. And uh, what a boredom fest that must oh, be, Brian. That'd be bloody horrible, Brian. That'd be like, you know... You know, you go to the dentist and you hear that, that drill go in there. Yeah. That'd be like that, Brian. That'd be, you'd, yeah. you'd want to have a few beers or maybe shoot up some heroin before you listen to bank managers. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. if you've got to go to the bank, only go there to rob it. Don't go there to talk to the yeah. bank manager, except the time to no. get on the fucking floor or shut the fuck up. Now, that's yeah. been done before. We've done that uh, in our previous life. We don't go into much detail anymore because the cops are still sort of like trying to piece it together. But <clears throat> I digress. Uh, the thing is, Brian, the moon has always been trouble. Uh, ever yeah. since uh, that uh, Apollo thing went up there in the late 1960s because uh, the president would, was dead and they had to do it because he yeah. said he wanted it up there before the end of the decade. And they did it, Brian. They did it in July 1969. Uh, but apparently it was out in Arizona, out in the desert. Um, it was a bloody good uh, setup, really. I mean, I know everyone's starting to talk about it. You know, you could see the uh, the black uh, background was a, a big black curtain uh, and uh, the uh, camera angles were all odd 
considering the uh, yes. the moon is not that shape. Uh, this no. is uh, uh, a theory. Uh, people are, mm. like to get on it, conspiracy theory, yeah. whatever you want to talk about it, Brian. But the reality yeah. is, Brian, they have been to the moon. We know that yeah. because we've been looking and there's, yeah. there's shit everywhere. And I don't know. I mean, I know that fucking Russians, are, they're always leaving their shit lying around. Uh, they dead are. bodies, uh, yeah. bloody shell casings, all that stuff yeah. that, you know, is, is relevant when it comes to living yeah. on Earth. But uh, out there yeah. in uh, the uh, the spatial part, yeah, dump whatever shit you can. I brought it. I think brought <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a perfect place to offload all your shit. Uh, you're right. The Russians have been uh, taking crap up there for yeah. years and years and years and, and, and years and stuff. And, uh, you know, well, there's not going to be much room left no. up there uh, by the time the uh, the 2028, I think it is, Artemis IV wow. edition uh, uh, of uh, the uh, the um, manned or womaned or non-bindery or LIBTQ plus crew goes up there. Yes. This is will be the first manned mission to the moon since um, yes. uh, Doris Day. And uh, Carrie Grant stepped oh, foot on yes. the moon for that wonderful film. Um, have you been playing with my daisies in bed yes. again? Uh, that was filmed on the yep. moon. Stanley Kubrick filmed that in Arizona, and uh, as you'll know, Brian, there's a wormhole that goes directly from Arizona to the moon. Yep. Uh, you can get there in about fifteen yes. minutes. Uh, you, you can have a stop along the yep. way at one of the invisible moons that the moon has, because all moons have yep. moons. Uh, we know that from uh, the talks to Carl Sagan yep. and uh, Stephen Hawking when they were together. Yep. Uh, we used to have wonderful parties mm. with him. And the brain of uh, Albert Einstein. Yes. Uh, we used to plug that into the stereo. Old oh, Stephen yeah. would bring it back from the freezer, <laughs> yeah. and he'd plug uh, uh, Albert's brain into the stereo, and we could uh, get a few vibes from uh, Albert's brain. And uh, yeah, there were some amazing insights oh, there yes. into the whole structure of the universe, yes. Brian. And uh, no one really knows the depths of these uh, things, except people like Stanley Kubrick. That's Brian. right, Brian. I, I think the thing that I loved about Stephen Hawking was was that he, uh, he'd get out of that chair, uh, you know, he, uh, when he was around us, he loosened up a lot. Uh, in public, yeah. oh, he was always sort of like, oh, 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 oh. but he'd get out of the chair and he'd moon us, Brian, didn't he? He'd, uh, he'd go, look at this, boys, and he'd go, look, I've been to the moon, so have you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we'd go, oh, jeez, uh, your testicles are hanging down a long way there, aren't they? Uh, and yeah. he goes, yeah. uh, testicles? Well, I'm a woman. And we go, ha, oh, yeah. ha, you funny old bugger. And he'd, and he'd grab yeah. his tackle and he'd put it all back in his lap and he'd put his, pull his yeah. pants up and he'd go back to his drooling stuff. Now, this is a, yeah. a magnificence of a man, Brian. This is how we knew he was a lot smarter than the rest of us. He could pull it off. He was, a, he, he was, he was talented, but he was, a, he was what you'd call an actor, Brian. He was a great actor. He was. A character actor, and we love our character actors. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. like your Charles Bronson. He like he was just he could do anything he wanted to do. Uh, mainly yeah. a hitman, uh, but uh, yeah. you know, you get guys like that. Sylvester Stallone. What a great character actor oh, he yeah. was, Brian. Yeah. I mean, if he yeah. wasn't Rambo, he was um, somebody who uh, used to just beat up sparrows. Now that takes yeah. a lot of effort, Brian. You can't be just like uh, one dimensional when it comes to that. No. No, no, Stephen was a, a great proponent of this uh, actor's uh, ta uh, art, yes. Brian. 
uh, he really could uh, play the cripple very, he very did. well. And uh, he needed something to subsidise the income from his books. Yes. Uh, all those books, you know, The Meaning of the Universe and What's That Black Hole in Your Pants, uh, all those books, uh, they were, uh, you know, a bit hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, they were written for simpletons, yes. but uh, even the simpletons found it a bit hard going at times. Uh, so he needed to, pre- he needed to pretend that he was a bit, uh, a bit uh, not yes. right so he could get some uh, social security, Brian, and he loved his social yes, security. Did. Um, he used to rock up the office every two weeks uh, for his paycheck just to validate that he was uh, still a bit of a, you know, spazzy. Yes. And uh, he loved it. He loved those journeys to the Social Security. Yes. Uh, he loved uh, talking to people or drooling on people. Uh, and then when he'd get back to the ranch, uh, to the Hawking Ranch, he, uh, he'd just uh, jump out of his wheelchair and get on with his uh, busy life of uh, tap dancing uh, on TikTok. It was a big uh, TikTok. Dancer, he used to wear a hat yes. though, so that no one would recognise him. But uh, we knew, yeah. didn't well, we, we, Brian? We, we did, knew. Brian. I think I think a lot of people aren't aware that uh, Stephen wasn't only a, a very clever man, a very and a warm individual. He's very warm. He was running at about uh, one hundred and three degrees Fahrenheit most of the time, which mm. is about forty degrees Celsius. Um, oh, yeah. The thing is, is that I loved the band. He was, a, he was a absolutely overt cross dresser. Uh, we, we loved yeah. it. We'd go to parties at his place, and his wife would be there. This is before she divorced him and all that sort of stuff. You know, they, they, were, they were good friends. And um, he'd be putting the clothes on right in front of us, and we'd go, "Oh, geez, Stephen, you're right there." Yeah. And we'd go, uh, "Mate, uh, geez, you uh, you don't need a bra." And he'd go, "Just do it." And we'd go, "Mate, all right, off you go." And then he'd be um, pulling his wife's pants up, and uh, then putting a wig on, and uh, then he'd do a tap dance. He was just the mm-hmm. Best entertainment I've ever seen, Brian, for somebody who just fell yes. over a lot. Uh, yes. Was, uh, yeah. Drunkenness. I know uh, he didn't have to be drunk to have fun. Not like us. We've got to have a no. lot of drunkenness before we have fun. Yeah. And we'd uh, usually get to his place. We'd drop, <clears throat> excuse me, we'd drop into the pub on the way to his place. Yeah. And then we'd, uh, on the way to his place, we'd be drinking straight out of a scotch bottle. And, and we'd get to his yeah. place and we'd be pretty hammered. And then he'd go, oh, look at me, boys. And yeah. oh, I'd be yeah. standing on his wheelchair with his dick out. We go, oh mate, yeah. come on, you know, we're just yeah. about to eat, and uh, yeah. he wouldn't care. It, 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 no. I know one of these party tricks he did, Brian. He'd, he'd get a, a loaf of bread. I, you remember that? Get the loaf of bread, oh, oh, and he'd pull oh, a bit of the yeah. pull all the bloody stuffing out of it, and then put that yeah. over his dick. Now I've never yeah. seen a man with a loaf of bread on his penis before, Brian, but it was a sight for sore eyes. It was one of those things I think he was trying to show to us about the gravitational pull of the sun. Uh, the, yeah, there was there was certainly some pulling going on there, Brian. It was, Brian, and um, you know, I, I love the way he did things in a physical way. He didn't just talk about things. Yeah. He, he showed and he told and he looked and he did things, but he did most of it in the nude. And I, I love that yeah. about a man, Brian, especially when I'm drunk. Um, you know, I usually like to hang around women when I'm drunk because I really like to uh, manipulate things, especially nipples and stuff. But that's got to be on a female form, Brian. I mean, a man, a man's yeah. nipples, I think, are off, uh, off, 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 off limits. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Stephen was uh, very, very, very fond of men's nipples, and uh, he used to put breadcrumbs. Yes, uh, he'd take a bit of bread off the loaf that was in his lap and sprinkle it on his nipples. So that uh, down at the park, the pigeons yes. would come and peck 
his nipples. That was uh, one of the things that really, uh, it was sort of therapy that got him out of the chair in the first place was the pigeon nipple uh, nipping, as it were. Uh, This was uh, invented by one of uh, Donald Trump's doctors, Dr. Phil Itamide. He uh, he was a big proponent of putting bleach on your testicles uh, and uh, snorting concrete, uh, stuff like yeah. this. And uh, I think uh, he didn't do any good for Donald, but he certainly did wonders for us, Steve. Oh, yes. And it's such a shame that he's passed away oh. and we have to go to the fridge to visit him now. Well, it's a big fridge you've got there on your property, Brian. I know he's been dissecting yeah. there's bits of him all over the joint, but his brain's there, Brian. That's why we, uh, we go and see his brain. We say, g'day, here you go, and Steve, and yeah. uh, nothing happens. But that's okay. We, he's there in... Um, Theory, uh, but you know, I I just love talking about telling tell, telling stories about him, Brian, because he was um he was uh, you know just a natural entertainer, uh, not because yeah. of his physical deformities and um, the way he talked and all that stuff, but um, he could uh, entertain people with his uh, with his body. If it wasn't his yeah. penis, it was his tongue. If it wasn't his yeah. tongue, he'd bring out the doll. He used to have that. Remember that doll he used to have? It was more yeah. or less like a, yeah. you know, he'd like a, he was a ventriloquist as such. But, you know, he, he, yeah. you could see his mouth moving. We always humoured it and said, oh, gee, yeah. that's a good job you're doing there, Stephen. And he'd yeah. go, <laughs> and we'd, uh, you know, we'd be in raptures. We'd all be stoned out of our mind. Uh, oh, and he yeah. was like just carrying on for hours. I think we were there for four weeks one time and he wouldn't shut the fuck yeah. up. Uh, yeah, I didn't stop laughing for four no. weeks. Exactly right, Brian. Uh, I I was uh, put in a coma after right. that uh, for about six months to get over it. Um, he was just uh, he was. Uh, it was a pity that the general public didn't get to see. I him know, like I that, agree. Brian. And he, uh, I think the thing is that's what killed him. Then, Brian, he just he just talked himself yeah. to death. Uh, and yeah. you know, we had the ob- obviously thing that we could get away from him, but he couldn't get away from himself. And uh, that's no. the thing. I mean, you know, people just think he died of a natural causes at 78 or however old he was. He was an old man. Right. But then, I mean, we were pretty young back then. I think we were only in our 50s or 60s yeah. or 80s or 70s. I don't know. We're pretty, pretty well. We're really up there. But anyway, the, the thing is, Brian, that he's gone to a better place. Uh, he'd be yeah. appalled what he's seeing in the world now, Brian, with these oh, yeah. idiot politicians wanting to blow up the world, uh, you know, yeah. getting in there and – Gazering things. I mean, gaz is the new word yeah. for making a mess, uh, and yeah. that's what's going on, Brian. The world's turned into a massive mess, and uh, Stephen yeah. wouldn't have put up with it. Uh, no. He'd get out no. of his wheelchair yeah. and he'd fucking get out and he'd go fuck. Oh, and then he'd, he'd, shut, yeah. he'd forget what he was going to talk about. But he did say fuck yeah. a lot, Brian, didn't he? Oh, he did. He did. It was his um, second favourite word, fuck. Yeah, but uh, he's gone yeah. now. Uh, it's a yeah. shame. Uh, but uh, but uh, never mind. We've all got to move on as uh, as a yes. world uh, to find a better place yes. uh, where we can all enjoy uh, laying in bed you know, totally new. Well, that's what he used to do a lot of, Brian. I know that uh, yeah. you know, he, he showed us he the way. Did. I think his uh, claim to fame will always be that uh, particular uh, skill he had of um, being able to undress himself just by sliding around in the bed falling off the bed yeah. and all of, a, all of a sudden his clothes go off. Uh, he he yeah. said it was a magic trick, uh, but we know he had men there helping him. But uh, that's yeah. what you do, you know, just amuse yourself. He had a, a brain yeah. the size of a pineapple and he uh, he had yeah. to fulfil the needs of that brain by doing whatever he could to just make the life was that 
bit more interesting than the rest of us. Yeah. And uh, he always said to me, he said, uh, look, Brian, uh, I might have a pineapple for a brain, <clears throat> excuse me, and size, but realistically, I'm just a fruit bat. And we'd go, yeah. well, geez, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting that you're uh, into yeah. sort of like flying animals. And he just loved it. And the flew Brian, didn't he? He was 747s, uh, Cessnas, yeah. uh, the yeah. uh, flying aqueducts. He was talking about the flying aqueducts. I think by then he was mentally a bit mental. but uh, He was unstable, but, totally unstable. But he was, a great, he was a great conversationalist, Brian, wasn't he? <laughs> He was, he was. It's a shame that he never realised his dream of being able to, uh, like Paul Newman had a, uh, a, a salad dressing range yes. which was more famous than his yes. acting. Uh, if only Stephen Hawking could have gotten his drool onto the market. Yes. Uh, it was really, uh, it was so, uh, useful for so oh, many yes. things. Brian was industrial strength glue. Uh, it was a super lube. Uh, the uh, adult industry would have just uh, gone yes. mental with uh, a bit of his drool. Um, so many uses for that very special drool of his brine. His pineal gland was uh, over uh, over uh, stimulated yes. most yes. of the time. Uh, that's where he had to wear special underpants yes. to keep uh, most of it inside. Uh, but uh, we'd be a different world if we had uh, Stephen Hawking's uh, anal drool uh, on the market these days, Brian. That's right, Brian. Well, I know that uh, the Shell organisation, that's that massive industry when it comes to uh, uh, fuel and oil and uh, lubricants, uh, they were very interested in his um, drool uh, as a special combination with their uh, uh, the oil they were putting into uh, diesel engines. Apparently, it had some sort of like coagulating uh, element to it that uh, if the engine was struggling with uh, the heat, this coagulant of his would just keep things cool. Um, yeah. Some of his feces uh, apparently could be used as some sort of like degreaser. Uh, yep. uh, but apparently the smell was a little bit off. But they had plans for him, Brian. And I think the thing is, is yeah. that if you took all the uh, the drool, uh, the, the, the feces, the semen, because yep. that was one yep. thing that the I know the uh, the BP Corporation. They were talking about the yes. uh, hawking semen. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think it was something. To, I'm pretty sure they were talking about uh, inter, inter, in, inter, international travel. Uh, I don't yeah. think it, they were talking about uh, like 747s or the Concorde. No. I think they were talking more like jet engines uh, because yeah. of his, um, his IQ, uh, his semen was just up there yeah. with like uh, uh, fuel of a sort, yeah. uh, like a, yeah. not jet fuel, that's just shit. I mean, we know that just yeah. shit. Uh, he much. used to do that out of his out of his bottom, his butt, out of his bottom, but out of his penis, yes. Brian. The semen was the going to be the fuel of the future, and he died. What a bugger! Yeah, unfortunately, uh, they didn't get around to cloning no. him. Uh, cloning was in the early yeah. days. Uh, they tried to make him have sex with Dolly the sheep and some sort of cloning uh, exercise. Uh, it no. didn't work. Really well. He wasn't really aroused by sheep. Uh, he wasn't uh, really into your bestiality. He wasn't, wasn't uh, firmly in the bestiality camp. He had. He tried yes. it a little mm. bit, uh, and we've got that on film, uh, which is great. A uh, great party trick oh, that he yes. used to do. But uh, no, no, there was no cloning going on. So unfortunately, uh, he could only produce uh, so many uh, megalitres 
of uh, bodily fluids a month, which just wasn't no. enough for the Shell Corporation. No. Uh, they couldn't do enough damage to the earth with such a small amount of uh, bodily fluid from the Stevens. So the uh, the uh, cloning operation was shelved, uh, as it were, along with the uh, water-propelled engines that they have yes. and the uh, bubonic plague machine that they're ready to bring out next I year. I can't wait for it. I cannot wait for that. And I, I, I just want to get so aroused thinking about all of this. In one concise word. Gallstones. Ejaculation. Oh. I, I just think that's the right word. I, I, when I think of Stephen Morgan, I just think of ejaculation. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I love well, him. And I can't wait to see him again one day when we uh, meet up in uh, wherever. For sure. But anyway, Brian, uh, we must uh, head off. I know you've got to have a surgery on your fish. Um, And I've got to uh, have my back straightened out because of this problem with my spinal area. Mm -hmm. So great to meet you again, Brian. Uh, I'll see you at the pub later on uh, tonight. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and then. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. No worries, Brian. All the best to you and uh, Erden Durden. Uh, to everyone and good luck with the fish.